The antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck.
This is Dave Hawkins. Welcome to another round of The Antidote. You know, my inbox keeps filling up with new songs from so many artists. So tonight I've picked out a diverse selection of songs. We'll have some pop, a bit of rock, rap, punk, and even a spoken word track. Two weeks ago I featured artists who never made it to the big time, but should have. One of the bands I mentioned was The Myriad. Well, what do you know? We opened the night with a new song from them. Their very first since 2007. They're back with what's appearing to be a one-off single called Signs. The song's lyrics are a tribute to the band's former drummer, Randy Miller, who passed away from cancer in 2010. Later in The Antidote, we'll hear from London Rain, who speaks about the dual story that's found on her new single, Whispering. We'll also be joined by Matt Cezano, who gives us the motivation for his just-released song, Fuel. Next up, we hear Desire from the German artist Safika. It's an incredibly catchy pop track, with lyrics that speak of longing for fulfillment and closeness to someone special. I'd what you do to me I never thought you'd be so near Strange how you make me feel Like loving me comes easily Wish I could stay here longer Wish I could hold on to your hand But you slip through my fingers Like I'm trying to catch the wind The longing, the earning is the searching the craving it is the aching the breaking it is the desire desire you are the wind to me that brings me peace you are the well that springs inside of me you are the only one i want to be with desire desire i am feeling feeling all your love i can never get enough hard for me to bear to know there's so much more about you you lead the steps i take tell me how deep can we go how much higher how much closer can i get the more i know you
This is Seaside Holiday. I'm Morgan. And I'm Kara. And you're listening to The Antidote. It's been a long time since anything new has come from Seaside Holiday, but now this Dream Pop outfit is back with three versions of their new single, Provisional Paradise. Now we'll hear the chat I had with London Rain. Enjoy. London Rain returns to the antidote. London, it's been way too long, so thanks for coming back. Yeah, thank you for having me back. 
The last time you and I spoke, you were making music as a member of Sunset Roulette, along mm -hmm. with Judah Micah, but there hasn't been any music from that project since 2021. So what happened? Um, we're writing. It's just kind of a longer process, but we're playing with some different sounds and stuff like that. So expect a new project in 2024 sometime. Great. So, and in the meantime, you're creating your own music. Yeah. Well, the thing is, your solo work really isn't a duplication of Sunset Roulette. Like, have you been wanting to distance yourself from that? No, not at all. It's just kind of a different expression. Leaning a little bit more into, like, ambient sounds instead of harder, like, rock or synth sounds, which I still have elements of that, too. But yeah, just a little softer sound, I think, than Sunset Roulette, because that suits my voice better. But yeah, it's, it's not a distance thing. It was just a, a different thing. Well, certainly something else that you've gotten into is poetry and doing spoken word. Just last year, you recorded a new piece, Carpenter, where Christ is the center of the story. So that's important to you, sharing your faith. Um, yeah, it's the main point. Carpenter is right to the point, like it's talking about the crucifixion. Um, but even if my work, whether it's poetry or music, even if it's not like a direct mention, the message is there. So the only point is to point to him, regardless of what I'm actually talking about. Some people struggle with spoken word. I mean, it's performance poetry. They sometimes mm -hmm. struggle with that idea and say, well, it's not a song, it's not poetry. How do you respond? They're kind of right. It's not a song and it's not just words either. Especially, I like to add a musical like soundtrack underneath or a score. So it's definitely a musical element to spoken word. And then, of course, poetry on the page is a little different too. So I think calling it performance poetry kind of sets it apart from music and saying that, yeah, it's words and it's music, but there's no melody. So there's not a song there. Um, mm -hmm. You don't have to, you know, stay in key, for example, like you don't have to sing in key. Um, you can emphasize words different. You can write the words different. The structure is totally different. I don't have to stay in bounds um, with a verse or a course. Um, you, you can, I can repeat if I want to, but I don't have to. So it's a little more freeform when it comes to the words themselves. But yeah, I think separating it has been a creative challenge for me too, because it's not music. It's a lot more freeform than staying in the bounds of a song. But if people don't understand maybe cryptic conversation or stuff like that, which I write kind of cryptic in music too, not all of it is right in your face what I mean, but... Mm -hmm. Um, it's been a way to even do that more, too, and play with words a little differently and stuff like that. The carpenter became the beautiful, intricate detail, the finishing touch in the woodwork. The carpenter climbed the tree, dead load momentarily, live load eternally. Dovetail strength rested upon you, the force that resisted your body from splintering, while disfigured, tortured, and shivering under blood-drenched lumber. Carpenter, why did you suffer for me? Passion woke you from your slumber. Miracle, sign, wonder. Your name is my king. You transferred me out of darkness into royalty. 
Crucify my flesh as I seek your throne. Resurrect my life with yours as I die to my own. Pierce through my spirit, fill me with yours. Fierce in appearance, suit me for war. The knives in my back void by the nails through your hands. My blood transfused by the blood of the lamb. The cuts on my limbs eliminated by the limbs that beat you unrecognizable. You reversed my grave as you inhaled your first breath of musty tomb air. Embarrassing death, my broken heart healed by your body broken for me. I'll wear my scars like you wear yours, adorned in a wardrobe of victory. Well, you're sort of one of these multi-talented people that make everybody else sick. <laughs> because oh. <laughs> you really do seem to be able to do it all, London. <laughs> Thanks, I think. <laughs> Here you are. You're a musician, a vocalist, spoken word artist, author, and a professional photographer. So <laughs> does that really mean that you have no limitations? Um, I guess we'll see. <laughs> I can't play like wind instruments. I've, ne- well, I've never tried, but I don't really go for it unless I know I think I'm all right with it. But some things I still, I'm, I'm not that good at. So you'll probably never see me do it. okay then that makes me curious does any of those art forms take priority um i don't know about priority music is like the first passion like for sure which is why i think i add music to the poetry because like i miss it when i don't have it there Mm -hmm. um so as much as i love uh, working with like carving words differently with poetry, I still add the music to it. So music is definitely my first passion. Poetry being a close second. And then photography I picked up over the years of just working around cameras and working on shoots and stuff like that. And um, got pretty good at it on the side. Well, it's obvious that music has pulled you back in because you have something new, a track called Whispering. Maybe you could tell us about the song and, you know, why stories of broken, hurting people is so often part of your music. Well, I wrote this one, um, like I said earlier, we're writing for Sunset, but this idea came for multiple reasons. One, I relate to parts of it, and two, I talk to people all the time that are just going through so much and you know, they might not ever share that. Um, but the world in general is hurting, even if I don't know the people, like I just see stuff online and there's so much suffering. And this idea just kind of came to me. And it was a real it was one of those songs like that just poured out. Like it was really quick. Like the lyrics just came out of me. And it told the story. It told the story of two different characters, nobody in specific, but it was a narrative song. And I was like, ooh, this is different. Like I haven't done this that much like I tell stories but it was I could almost see a movie with it you know and I shared it with Judah actually and she was like this is yours it's awesome you take it you tell this story and so I finished producing it as just me singing it so the the suffering part the reason why I write about that so much is one it lays on my heart heavy already and so when I sit down to be creative in whatever form that is whatever's heavy on my heart seems to come out and I kind of process those emotions or those hurtful things through creativity. So I think that's why it comes out hard in my art because that's where I deal with it. How will whispering affect people? 
Well, I think almost anybody can relate to some part of it. And there's two stories going simultaneous in the song. Like the first verse tells the story of an abuse victim, a physical abuse victim. Mm-hmm. The second verse tells the story of more a mental, emotional abuse victim. And then the chorus kind of pulls them together and um, has a little bit of hope for both. And so me as like the artist, I'm almost acting as the narrator to tell the story of these two different girls. Um, So I think anybody will be able to pull some personal experience out of it. Well, the song is great, and I really do love what you do, London. So don't ever stop creating. Oh, thank you. Thanks for meeting with The Antidote for this talk. Yeah, thank you so much. This is London Rain, and you've discovered the best of Christian music on The Antidote. I'm already hurting, my walls are burning down 
the cinematic vibe of whispering from London Rain. But the best part is the story she's crafted. The song is a winner. With our next few songs, the antidote is going to stick with female vocalists, like Grace Graber, whose music may sound light, but her single superficiality speaks about how social media points out the inadequacies of being a normal human. Like if there's nothing to post about today, then you failed. Wake up, I'm feeling dead inside. TikTok, watching my life go by. You're always in a rush, but am I going anywhere? I'm posing for likes, but I ain't myself. Thinking so hard to be someone else. Frightened like there's something, but there's something you don't say. What's up, everybody? This is He Sun Lee, and you are listening to The Antidote. Keep it locked. Ah. Uh. 
Yeah, who needs a moment now to figure out this life we're living? All the ups and downs, all the joy and pain we're giving. Listen, I know we feel like something's missing. Close our eyes, hope for better days. This is what we're wishing. See, I'm a Christian, but I'm living life confused as ever. They say to trust in God, but sometimes that don't make me better. Instead of faking the truth to get myself together, I wish I never had to deal with all this pressure. So many friends have died, never got to say goodbye. Wishing I could see their faces one more time if I could try. The sweetest souls in the world, all I can ask is why, but dry my eyes, keep it going, life goes on right, bad things happen, who's really by your side, you shout into the world, can anybody hear your cries, deep inside, if you lost, you don't know what to do, it's time to rest a bit, let this world stop for you, all these notebooks written convictions upwards, let the lines on my face tell you a story about, Life will never change Going through the same motions Drowning in the same motion Standing here the rain soaking Wanna see these chains broken Will these lanes open Feel like there's no hope in sight Need better directions Trying to navigate this life I'm so tight The drama's real All the pain we hate to feel Take a couple of pills So we can pretend this life isn't real Never deal with all our sorrows To wanna face tomorrow See the joy in others Ask them if there's some to borrow These are the broken times we're living in It's crippling I'm crying out to God Not sure if he's even listening I'm picturing Better days, but my faith in God is slippery The ifs in me keep taking over my life, I need an epiphany Don't listen to me, I'm lost, tired of people's sympathy I need a moment to remember what God has given me You feel alone, the only thing to do Is go and rest a bit, let this world stop for you All these notebooks written convictions always Let the lines on my face tell you a story
earlier, we heard from one of my favorite rappers. His son Lee brought in Jay Cavassa to help out with her latest, Can You Hear Me? That song can be crushing, as it gets into struggles with faith. Rampage, which came from Hello Luna, is a deadly serious song. Another artist who covers serious topics is Matt Cezano. Here's the antidote's conversation with Matt about his new single, Fuel. Matt Cezano is back for a new visit with The Antidote. Matt, it's good to have you here. Hey, man, it's good to be here for my second time with you, and uh, I'm just really stoked about what's going on and uh, stoked to see you again, man. There's something about Mr. Matt Cezano is that you always seem to be on the road touring, busy with social media, or you're making new music. So I need to know, do you have any downtime from music at all? <laughs> Dude, I that's something that I always kind of try to find when I'm not doing music. Um I'll I'll do a little bit of Netflix. I've been watching uh this show. I think I'm late to the party, but Under the Dome has been a really good show for me. I haven't seen it. And so I watched a little bit of that, but most of the time, man, it's keeps you busy mm-hmm. uh from just all the press that you're doing and you know, recording process and just reaching out to people like the antidote radio so really as a musician man you're just forced to put on a whole bunch of different hats mm-hmm. but hey man i'm not complaining i love what we do okay then here's something else what's your ultimate dream that isn't music related dang man so um before music i was kind of destined taking classes to be a counselor I've always liked the idea that, you know, I could help people. I've always been a really good listener and talking to people. And uh, long before music, I went to college to do pursuit counseling and uh, did a whole bunch of classes that way. And it's kind of cool how things uh, come full circle, because I like to think that a lot of the music that I write plays into a lot of those topics like mental health and um, helping people through, you know, just feeling disenfranchised. And, and so it's kind of cool to see how in a weird way music does play into that. Like I get messages from people all the time and they're essentially like asking me to help them through their issues and problems. And so it's kind of, I'm a cool version of a counselor. I suppose you could say now I'm, (laughs) I'm a cooler version of that. (laughs) And that is cool because when you first said counselor, I was thinking, Wow, that's a big departure. But you're absolutely right. The two are so interconnected. Oh, yeah. And especially in the scene that we're in. I mean, literally, it's I'm tr- one of those musicians that tries to stay pretty connected with people online. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll get messages two, three in the morning about like a crisis that goes on. Right. And uh, not to say that I... I'm always the most awake to handle it. Like, but I do like the idea that people stay connected and I've heard everything from somebody, you know, grappling with thoughts of suicide or, or stuff like that. And so now it's just like cool to, to hear these stories and how people have reached out to me and, you know, they see me as somebody who can kind of at least offer some insight on their issues and stuff, which is kind of a big responsibility for me, but I'm glad to do it where and help where I can, you know? That's great. Well, now to turn it back to the music. I've always had the impression that songwriting is easy for you. But is it? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no, not at all, man. Like, I go through this process 
I don't know if this is true for every musician out there, but I'm a really big perfectionist. And so I go through this really, really grueling process of where I'll sit down and I, I know what it takes to really write a really good song is to lock yourself in a room, at least for me, and just vibe to music until something comes to you. And oftentimes I'll call family in. I'll be like, pray for me, man. I think I've lost my talent, you know? So, <laughs> and then, you know, it all kind of like comes out and I discover once again that I haven't lost the talent, but there is that pressure that I put on myself and I don't know if it's just me or if it's just every musician, but like, I want the last song that I wrote to be better than the previous. So mm -hmm. I'm always my own worst critic. And I always want to like, not live in the shadow of something I've done before, but always continue to move forward. So it's definitely not an easy thing. Well, there is something about your music. And I find that it's personal, like, I mean, deeply personal. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't have any issues with bearing your soul in a song. Mm -mm. No, not at all. I think that that's like the biggest thing. And I've gone through phases in my music career where I felt like I wasn't being as genuine or, you know, like sometimes you don't mean to as a musician, but you just write things so much and you let other voices kind of influence your process, which can be good. But maybe people who maybe don't even understand your calling or aren't really knowledgeable about why you do what you do. Sometimes you can let them influence you. And, and at one point I remember, you know, writing music that I really wasn't, you know, being my most genuine, but now, um, since the in defiant stuff and even to now, like all the gloves are off, I'm writing stuff that I feel is the most genuine to me. And, uh, what I found is, is that when you're the most genuine to yourself, people resonate with that when you try to put gloss on things and you're trying to um, let the industry be your guiding force rather than like what you really feel and what you really write about, yeah, um, sure. that can be toxic. And I just find that when I'm genuine with myself, people feel it. Well, that genuine aspect comes up again on your new single fuel where it says you're about to hear something I've never thought I would say. Thanks for your words. They were daggers and blades. Thanks for all the times you never believed in me. Because of you, I'm defying gravity. So are you actually trying to say that hard situations help you? Absolutely, man. And as somebody who kind of grew up with uh, two disabilities, I have cerebral palsy and I have another disability called dyscalculia. Not only having to grapple with that and like an abusive background, um, a domestic background of abuse, but there was also just a long list of people that wanted to kick me while I was down. I lived in a small town called Canisteo, New York, where, you know, big dreams weren't a thing. And so when you step out and say, I want to do something, and you're also that kid who deals with disabilities and you're fumbling and failing through your education, teachers kind of laugh at you, kids that are in your neighborhood kind of laugh at you. And uh, Fuel was kind of that song that said, you know, I don't care what you can do to me. Like this is kind of the ultimately the thing that has provided me with the strength to move on and just be more forceful and and what I want to do in life. So this may sound like a bit of a strange question, but can positivity be found in your music? Yeah, man. I think I think there's positivity in it for sure. And uh, in a lot of ways, like I, I view my music as kind of a, a way to open up conversations. So, you know, a lot of my music deals with the hardships of life, but through that, we're able to um, 
talk about things and get through them. Um, you know, when you're talking about domestic abuse or you're talking about a song like fuel where it's like, I've had all these people come against me, but yet, you know, they were the fuel that kind of got me to where I was and provided that strength and, and perseverance. Like then you're really talking into people's lives. And so through the darkness, I feel like you can sense that positivity in there and uh, people always resonate with that. Well, you realize what's going to happen now is that they're going to craft a statue of you to stand in the center of your old hometown. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That'd be pretty interesting for sure. But um, I just recently was back to my hometown and did a show in the home church that I was raised in. And funny thing was, um, the last time I was in that church, my my family was going through a really bad divorce. And my you know, my dad was the pastor, my mom, the pastor's wife. And I just remember it being really a traumatic time for me. And to be there, like the church is now under new ownership and they invited me to come, you know, ironically, we just packed that place out. You know, it was just kind of a sense of closure to be back in that place where something completely dark had happened. You had people betraying you and you had people rooting for one side's downfall to now, you know, doing a concert where people came in droves. And so it was kind of like a healing process for us all. Wow. And it's all back to the brightness now. Yeah. You know, it was taught and, and it kind of goes with the theme that we were talking about before of like, you know, out of that negativity later came the positive aspect. And, you know, you can only appreciate the positive if you've been through some darkness. Exactly. Yeah. Well, listen, Matt, this has been cool. Thanks so much for joining The Antidote, and I hope everybody gets into your song, Fuel. Awesome, man. Well, you have a great day, okay? Okay, my friend. Take care of yourself. Hey, everybody. This is Matt Sassano, and you're checking in to The Antidote. You're about to hear something I never thought I would say. Thanks for the misery and these scars I can't erase.
Fuel, the latest from Matt Cezano. You have to admire this guy. So many people told him that he couldn't succeed, but he proved them wrong. American Arson developed an interesting concept for their second full length. It's a trilogy called The Heat, where the band imagines what it would be like to travel back in time to offer their teenage selves advice to navigate the music machine. Here's a sample called Run. Hey guys, this is Adam. And I'm Jordan. And we're Apollo LTD, and you're listening to The Antidote.
Future's Calling from Apollo LTD has them revealing their classic rock upbringing. Next time on The Antidote, we meet with a CCM artist. And now don't groan, because Carissa M. is a CCM artist who delivers a challenging message. Tune in for that. For tonight's final song, we go to British Columbia to hear the band West of Here. Their family is mining for gold and were recently featured on Gold Rush Mine Rescue on the Discovery Channel. And that's where they performed their new song, The Fever. Listen in and we'll see you next time. the end of the road there's a small dark trail from stories of old it leads you through the valley trees way down to the river green last time that i was there i lost it all trying to get my share the water's deep the current's strong don't go down unless you've got the fever Deliver me till gold runs through the streets.